right, everybody. Uh, we are starting to wrap up 2023, uh, but we have a much needed, I guess, market update. If anybody needed an update, uh, I guess this would be a good one, especially for those involved in the junior mining sector and the Canadian exchanges. Happy to welcome in CEO technician Rob Sin. Hel- Rob, I'm hoping you can kind of help us lay the land here. And you and I were kind of <laughs> joking before of that meme from the hangover when they're all in the cars singing that they're back. I mean, is, is this, is this pivot real and is the junior mining sector and the precious metals sector back? We're so back. We're so fucking back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> we are back one day. Oh my gosh. One day. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, in all seriousness though, Yesterday was a very important day. Um, so if you're a technician, you go through the gold stock charts last night, like I did, you've got a breath thrust like no other. You've got a lot of mid-tiers of 10, 12% in a single trading session. You've got the super heavyweight senior producers at 5, 6, 7% on the day. Uh, and this is coming after gold stocks dropping seven days in a row going into yesterday's session. So when you see that sort of a U-turn, like the market was thinking one thing and then something entirely different happened, that's when you should pay attention. You should really pay attention as a market participant. There, There's a lot of days that I don't think long-term investors really need to pay attention to the market and they shouldn't. But yesterday was one of those days that everybody should pay attention and, and, and take note of. So, you know, it's like uh, the, the Fight Club thing. Like if you're in Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. I, I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stay as calm as possible here today and not get overzealous and over bullish for the junior mining sector in 2024, but the stars are aligning. Uh, I, I think this is a very nice setup here, especially like today, we're just at the end of tax law season, um, year end, you know, we know that we usually get a lift in the final week of the year after the tax law selling is done. So, so we're, you know, we're getting closer to that. And then uh, just this, the fact that suddenly we're looking at a Fed that's done. And whether it's three rate cuts, four rate cuts, five rate cuts, or six rate cuts coming in 2024, we are in, we are at the start of an easing cycle, a big easing cycle. Okay, so let, let's let's take this from, from there, Rob, because this is where my, my cautious optimism starts to kick in obviously after yesterday the dot plot you know if you like to follow the dot plot has three rate cuts kind of starting to price in mid 2024 and obviously gold is seeing this gold equities are seeing this and starting to move with that momentum and there was a couple of people on twitter yesterday that took that idea of even like 150 basis point cuts expectations which the market has priced in for next year. And those that that size of cut throughout the year typically only happens when economics are really, really bad. And if 
if the economics are really bad and the stock market is really bad, gold equities are not going to be the outlier. They typically follow the risk on or risk off mood. So like I'm with you. Let's enjoy this, but we need to like have some patience, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. So I, so I think what you're saying is the market has leaped far ahead in pricing Way in far ahead. rate cuts. Yeah, and, and I sent out in my morning email, I showed that chart where before yesterday's meeting, the market was pricing in three cuts. The Fed was saying two cuts or some people were saying not, not even any cut. And then suddenly in one day, we go from pricing in three cuts to pricing in six cuts. So the net result of whatever the Fed did and said yesterday was 75 basis points of more easing was priced into markets. Hence, you get gold up $50 an ounce, you get copper up 3%, you get the NASDAQ just absolutely tearing shorts to pieces. Um, That's a lot of easing pulled forward. So I agree with you. And I feel like we're going to be like 2024 is going to be a year where each Fed meeting is like, will they cut at this meeting or will they put it off to the next one? And so it's going to be just about the pace of easing. It's not going to be about whether the Fed is going to start cutting rates. It's going to be what is the pace of it, you know, and today we get a bunch of you know, research notes like Jan Hatzius from Goldman Sachs says um, they're going to front load the cuts. There's going to be a cut in March. There's going to be a cut in May. There's going to be a cut in June to get the Fed funds closer to the two-year note yield. Now, if that's correct, well, I mean, it's going to be a good start to the year for the precious metal sector. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. So how are we playing this? I mean, I think it was just two days ago, three days ago, you put out an email in your morning notes saying why you were buying gold miners. Uh, what a call. <laughs> Great call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get lucky sometimes. What were you seeing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what? tell us, give us a sense of what you are buying. Are you starting to kind of pick at those major mid-tier producers? Uh, we're, we haven't seen the big move in the juniors yet. Yet, but again, it's literally only not even been twenty four hours. So, so, so yeah, so so stocks that I bought this week, core mining, IM Gold, IAG, and Vizsla. Right now, I I'm already pretty long, so I'm already long bias. Period. But for 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 me to add even more exposure, and then to even larger companies means that I'm turning pretty bullish and, and, and pretty positive. Um, and so what was I seeing on, on Monday morning when I sent that out? I mean, I saw a bottom happen in November and then I saw things accelerate very quickly in the final week of November. And then we had that crazy Sunday night, you know, future short squeeze action. And then suddenly, the GDX dropped six days in a row and everybody was negative again. And I'm like, no, that's not the top. That's not the top. And in fact, the GDX went up 14% and then dropped 7%. So it was a 50%, you know, retracement of the move, which is standard technical analysis. I mean, it's standard price action. And even if you look at gold, gold put in a major low in early October at 1823. We go to 2152, so that's $330 an ounce move. That's an enormous move. 
and then we get a perfect 50% retracement to 1988. I mean, literally do the math. It was to the dollar, 50% retracement. So Monday morning, I was buying gold futures, the February futures at 1992. I was buying the GDX. I was buying calls on the GDX. And then yesterday, towards the end of the session, after 3%, I took some profits because of just the magnitude of that, you know, of that move. But bigger picture, I think, and you know, this is the point I want to make. I'm going to be trading, doing my thing, but I think somebody could buy a handful of gold miners here today or, or yesterday, even better, and just go away for a month. Just, just go away for a month. Like, don't, don't over-focus on it. If we have a 1% or 2% down day, don't freak out about it. Just, just go away for a month, go on vacation, turn it all off. I know nobody's going to do that, but I, 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 I think that would be a pretty solid move right here. I don't think we need to overthink this next month. I think be long, sit tight, and be right. Okay. So let's talk about trickling down into the juniors. What are you seeing in the exploration stocks, if anything yet? Um, it's, it's early days in exploration stocks, and actually it's a very mixed picture where you have some stocks definitely showing that they've bottomed and starting to move up, and then you've got others just getting hit still by tax loss selling. So it's a very mixed picture, but I'm, I'm really optimistic. And again, that whole Fight Club thing, I, I don't want to jinx it, but I'm optimistic going into yeah, yeah. next year. I mean, I look at some of the companies that I own. Just, I'll just throw out, you know, like Endurance Gold. Okay, I'm, I'm biased. The company's a sponsor of my site, so just throw that out there. They put out great news on, um, you know, Wednesday morning. Uh, I, you know, take a look at it for yourself. Core Assets. I bought that one the last week. They put out great news here, you know, this morning. Even like a dog in my portfolio, like, a, you know, Ridgeline. I'm optimistic for Big Blue in, in 2024, you know, and I just look at the valuations here. I'm just like, well, you know, it, you know, they've got, you know, option and JV agreements with Barrick Gold on multiple projects. They've got a lot of ways that they can generate value for investors in 2024. And all these companies are doing good exploration work and they're advancing their projects. So we look at where valuations are at and where we are at in the bigger picture cycle, which I think we're at a trough and starting to move up. And then these companies can make, you know, new discoveries in 2024. And that's, that's the nirvana, right? Like that's the magic, you know, you get that, you know, drill hole, like, you know, like a big, and you get that 5X move, right? Like that's what we're all after in the sector. And so I'm, I'm pretty optimistic here. Uh, you've talked a lot about precious metals. Let's talk about base metals, specifically copper. It's having a pretty good day today, uh, bouncing a nice rebound. Uh, you know, but it's a lot of these copper equities, the exploration development ones are, are still kind of beaten up. Uh, you know, any sense of where this base metal complex goes from here? Great question, because that that's a lot trickier with monetary metals right. like gold and silver. It's usually just simpler, simpler to analyze it based upon where we're at in the monetary policy cycle and everything 
is pointing to we're at the beginning of easing around the world. It's not just with the Fed, it's globally. Um, so that's a lot easier, easier to, to call famous last words. But base metals are trickier because we've got like China slowing down, trying to stimulate their economy, but it's not really working that well. Um, the, the picture in the U.S. economy in 2024 is much more convoluted and, and harder to gauge exactly how it's going to play out. But if we just talk like base metals like copper and, you know, nickel and zinc um, and in, in the junior mining side of it, I think one of the themes that's going to happen in 2024 is like focusing on good jurisdictions. So North America, Canada and the U.S. And I think all the things we've seen in Latin America in 2023 are just going to pull money away from those projects and bring them back to the safe jurisdiction. Yes, it's higher cost, but look, we got rule of law. We know exactly what we need to do to advance a project in the U.S. or in Canada. You just do those things. It might take a little longer. It might be more expensive, but at least you still got your project and you won't have it suddenly taken away from you. So I, I like Arizona copper assets or in Idaho copper assets. Um, I, I think that's going to be a theme because the, the copper, the secular bull market in copper, it's not going anywhere. It's just a matter of the timing of it. So I think if you focus on good projects, good management teams in North America with quality copper assets, I, I think you'll do well over the long run. <clears throat> All right. All right. Uh, so I guess December 13th, 2023, a day that will live in infamy for, <laughs> for metals investors, Rob. Uh, what else are you watching here? I mean, it's we're, we've, it seems like the Santa rally is upon us. Uh, things continue to move higher. Uh, the stock market, uh, although off its highs to, you know, today as we talk, are still higher than where they were yesterday after a massive move. Uh, you know, what are you watching here in the next final weeks of 2023? Well, I mean, I think generally things start to slow down, you know, right about now. And then they keep slowing down until the end of the year. Uh, and then people slowly start to come back from holidays in early January. Um, I I like where my portfolio is right here. So I don't see myself changing a whole lot of things. Uh, I have my, you know, core, you know, list of companies, you know, that I follow. Um, one of the other themes that I like hitting into 2024 is biotech and more specifically the, you know, medical psychedelics subsector of biotech. So, so that's another theme for me, you know, heading into the New Year company that I really like in that subsector is called Cybin. Uh, they're you know listed in the U.S. Cybn. I'm I'm long that stock. Um, yeah, I mean, aside from waiting for news from you know a few companies that that seem to be taking a little longer than expected in terms of assets, I think the final couple of weeks of 2023 should just be spent you know, with the family and, you know, enjoying life. And let's be grateful that we got through this 2023. And from <laughs> the junior mining side of it, it's been three pretty challenging years, you know, starting in, 
in 2021. Um, so there's a lot to be grateful for. And uh, it's time to be a little bit optimistic again because we're, we're coming to the, to, uh, to the end of the year. I absolutely agree with you, Rob. Hey, take some of those gains you just made. Buy your mom a nice Christmas present, okay? Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm actually going to visit her at the at the very end of the year. So, so I will do that. Oh, uh, thank you, Trevor. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, I, that's what friends are for to remind you to do good things. All right. But by uh, the way, I might bring her this as a Christmas as, as a Christmas present. So uh, this is. A 10-ounce silver bar. So the last time that we did an episode, I showed a platinum coin. Yeah, so, you did, yeah. Um, silver, that, that's the, the, the theme here. As we start this easing cycle, I think silver will outperform gold. So give your family some silver for, for presents. There you go. I actually, I actually have been thinking about doing that, Rob. So we're thinking alike here. Yeah. All right. Maybe not. Maybe not ten ounces. <laughs> All right, uh, Rob. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry guys. Christmas, Trevor. Uh, thanks thanks so a much. lot. Yeah. Thanks for all the time you've given us this past year, and we'll do it again a lot more uh, in twenty twenty. Yeah. And thanks right, for everybody. all you do. Yeah. You. I, I love doing this, man. Uh, I'm also looking forward to this two week break, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's more coming up here later today, everybody. Uh, do stay tuned. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.